Welcome to the Newbie Gains Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Patrick, and I'm here to show you the ABCs of exercise and nutrition so you don't have to go in circles trying to figure it out by yourself ever again. Welcome back <laughs> to the Newbie Gains Podcast. Guys, we have a massive podcast today. We're with our head coach, Carl McGill. What's going good? What's good, fam? Hope you guys been good today. Yeah, we're ready. Always ready, my man. So me and you are talking about PCOS. And the reason why we want to bring up this topic is because we notice not just our students who've just come into the program dealing with this hormonal disorder, but there are thousands. I mean, there's about 6 to 21% of women that have PCOS. That's a lot of women. My ex-girlfriend had PCOS. I know you're working with a few students right now that have PCOS as well. No, yeah, 100%. And um, one thing is like, it, it's more frequently now. Um, and that's one thing I've been seeing with a lot of ladies is that PCOS is one of the common things that we're always, you know, struggling with when it comes to like weight loss because they find it very difficult. Mm -hmm. Yep. And we're talking about how to unlock fat loss even with PCOS. So you might want to stay tuned throughout the whole podcast. Now, if you're listening to this live, just drop some comments in the comment section and ask questions or hashtag replay if you're watching it. Otherwise, if you're listening to this podcast, let's get this thing started. So what is PCOS? It is a, a hormonal disorder that affects women. Okay, Multiple cysts in the ovaries and an imbalance of reproductive hormones. Okay, that's what it is. So the main symptoms of PCOS are irregular menstrual cycles, elevated androgen levels, which is male hormones. And it's basically the formation of the cysts around the ovaries. So this can lead to a multiple factor of health issues, including infertility, obesity, insulin resistance, and an increased risk of cardiovascular disease and type 2 diabetes. So one of my students, Cindy, actually had the same condition. So um, she still has it, obviously, but it played a big factor in the reason why she was a type 2 diabetic and she's not anymore. But like, there is a massive correlation between having diabetes and PCOS. So yeah, um, for yeah, you, Carl, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll answer that. Like, um, one of the biggest things when it comes to PCOS is, for example, right, certain people that I work with right now, it's a thing that they've done in the past that actually can make matters worse. The reason why I want to bring this up is when it comes to PCOS, one of the biggest things you can't do, like Sydney did, um, was Sydney was actually able to, you know, get into a routine, eat healthy, and start working out. But one of the biggest things you can't do is start crash dieting, and start, you know, doing these. 100 calorie diets and start doing these 1200 calorie diets because what is this going to do is throw up your hormones that are already off and so therefore it's going to make matters that much harder to actually lose the weight and one of the biggest things i want to tell women out there who have pcos is like don't be discouraged because it is possible because i feel like a lot of people when it comes to pcos they think it's impossible to lose weight so therefore they lose hope and they think medication is the only way it's possible i'm here to tell you it's not you have students in the academy that are currently losing weight while having pcos and it's just about taking the right steps towards you know getting that result that you want mm. Yeah, exactly. So we're going to talk about three things. Like Carl mentioned diet and nutrition. We're talking about exercise and physical activity and the mindset and self-care management that you need to have while dealing with this disorder that we have. So let's talk about diet and nutrition for PCOS. Firstly, we need to stabilize insulin and blood sugar levels as much as we can because that's going to be a big problem. So we're going to talk about the certain foods that will help you stabilize those insulin levels. Things like high fiber foods, whole grains, low added sugars, this will help you sustain your weight. Um, can you give our viewers and audiences some foods that they can implement in their diet to help them manage this? Well, when it comes to overall diet, it's focused on eating whole foods and just really staying away from processed foods because fruits, vegetables, lean protein, whole grains are the things that are going to help us with our gut bacteria. Because one thing with PCOS, it really starts in the gut, which is the essential part. It's about taking care of your gut and having good gut bacteria to fight off these infections. And if the more processed foods that we eat, the worse these things will get. So when it comes to overall eating habits and what you guys can put into your diet, it's 
whole foods, fruits, vegetables, lean protein, whole grains, and avoid foods that are literally high sugar and unhealthy. Like you will eat it and taste the, like the fat. That means you should stay away from that food. That's not going to help you when it comes to losing weight, especially if you have PCOS. Mm-hmm. So the problem is with not eating carbohydrates as well is your one destroying a food group and one that's not going to be sustainable two when you do binge eat because you have that craving as natural humans do we tend to stray of the path of the least resistance and you do incorporate some like chips or snacks or chocolate well that's going to ruin a lot of things it's not just a little bit of damage you're doing you're doing like a lot of damage so that's what we want you to think about because like the first thing when it comes to weight loss people think if you're not educated is cut carbs and if you do that especially with pcos you might find that you might lose some weight in the initial few days but you will one plateau two when you do introduce carbs you're going to see a dramatic weight gain very fast i've had many students who have pcos that um you know stray from certain methods just because we're human you know fitness is not something that you do overnight or over a week just to look good for an event or a wedding but it's, it's a lifestyle so if you don't understand the principles, it's going to be very hard to stay consistent. Okay, so we talked about diet and nutrition for PCOS management. Let's talk about exercise and physical activity for PCOS. So my recommendation and numerous studies show that obviously cardio is not something you want to prioritize when you have PCOS because that's going to help you, one, burn calories, but not going to be applicable to people that have PCOS because it will, one, like increase your blood sugar levels, your insulin levels. And when you do that, your body needs to produce more insulin to regulate glucose levels in the bloodstream. So when that happens, you're going to be in a lot of trouble because it's constantly going to look for more glucose. So we don't want that at all. That's why most people that come into the Dream Team Academy, we create a weight training program. So let's talk about that, Carl. Let's talk about the weight training program and let's talk about resistance training versus cardio. Yeah, so when it comes to resistance training, the benefits are, you know, are endless, right? Because one thing for me is I think muscle is something that a lot of people take for credit. And the reason I say that is muscle itself can act as a organ. And I know you're probably like, what? Muscle is organ? Yes, muscle can act as an organ because it's going to speed up your metabolism. It's going to allow you to actually have a lot more energy, but also push through throughout your day and just keep your daily activities at a level to where you can adequately do it. Versus cardio, which you're just doing for two hours. And the minute you leave the gym, whatever you eat you're getting that calories back because you didn't burn anything um yes you lost some calories but you didn't tear any muscle fibers because growth really happens when you sleep right so therefore whatever you're eating after your workout it's going to go towards your muscles towards regenerating your muscles and that's where muscle comes in as a source of you know energy to where you know it takes that good energy to where you can grow and sustain this over time and when it comes to our strength training we always say strength training at least three to four times a week because it's going to put you in a position to where a you can work an upper body and skip lower body for that day to where you're constantly making progress as you go while incorporating you know different muscle groups and trying to do body recomposition which is basically shaping your body to your dream body and that's one thing i always tell my students that have pcos is i know you want to lose weight i know you want to you know step on a scale say oh this number went down but i think your main focus should be body recomposition which is basically just changing your body and changing the way you feel about yourself changing your body image how confident you are changing the way you you know you get up and you look in the mirror like you, you want to look at yourself and say wow i feel amazing i feel like i'm going I feel, I feel great i feel abundant instead of waking up and saying oh like shit i feel like this you know while your strength training is going to allow you to feel like that because you're regenerating you're growing and you're always seeing progress and progress is not just a scale progress is your shape progress is your measurements and that's one thing we do in the dreams and academy is we preach looking at progress as a different thing not just a scale because the scale is going to disappoint you every day but every. progress pictures body measurements and just actually doing the work and tracking it is going to give you a different feel a different 
different environment, a different mindset to where you're like, I'm progressing every day. That's what you want. And that's how I would always say, you know, when it comes to PCOS and weight loss, tackle it towards weight loss. I mean, tackle it towards weight training, tackle it towards doing the process that actually takes time to learn more about you and what you truly want. Exactly. So we have Brenda Ryan, who's one of our students. She said, what are some suggestions for people that are on menopause, people that are menopause? Mm -hmm. So my mom's she's, um, on menopause as well. So basically people think, um, okay, if I'm on menopause, what's the condition for me? I have PCOS and I'm on menopause. There's not much difference in terms of diet and exercise, stress management, management. There is a medication called metformin. Now I'm no doctor, but I knew that that, that helps you regulate your insulin levels. So I definitely would do regular checkups, especially having like, if you have diabetes, you have insulin resistance, you have menopause. Like I would definitely do monthly checkups just to get certain tests that you need. I think it's called gynecological exams to help manage those symptoms. So definitely get monthly checkups for that. So let's go into stress and just overall stress management. Okay. Mindset, self-care, stress management. What would we need to include in our routine, our lifestyle to help one with fat loss and weight management when you have PCOS? I would say Walking in nature is something that anyone can do. And the reason why I'm bringing this to the forefront of this podcast is because during COVID, that was like the highlight of my day. Because in Melbourne, when we were locked down for that long, you laugh now, bro, but uh, I couldn't, we had a rule where you can't actually leave past five kilometer, kilometers away from your, your designated home. Really? So I would look forward, yeah. yeah. So I got a dog specifically because in COVID, like it was very lonely. So I got a dog and, you know, they say a dog is a man's best friend. So me and Zeus would walk to, all the dog parks within five kilometers and that my stress levels would just completely decrease. Now, I'm, I don't have PCOS, but I know for a fact that during a time that is stressful, you want to do something that's less stressful. Walking in nature with a pet is like the number one thing for me. People say meditation, but meditation is fucking stressful. If your mind is racing all the time, you sit there and try to collect your thoughts and try to manage them and try to slow it down. That is no easy task. Walking in nature, anyone can do. Okay. So definitely do that. You will definitely see an increase in serotonin levels, which is your happy hormone. And those would be my two top two suggestions for people that want to um, improve self-care and their stress level. What about you, Carl? One thing I'll say is get enough sleep. Um, aim for seven to nine hours of sleep each night. This is going to help you regulate your hormones as well as prevent overeating. Like guys, when we don't get enough sleep, it makes our whole day stressful. Um, even before this podcast, I was telling Pat, I'm a little tired. And I'm like, yeah, I only had five hours of sleep and that's on me because I went to the gym very late, but it made my day to where my brain's racing saying, I got to do this, I got to do that. But at the end of the day, I know tonight I'm going to be able to get enough sleep and tomorrow I'm going to wake up with a fresh clarity mindset. Because when it comes to PCOS, when it comes to weight loss, when it comes to just overall your goals, you need clarity behind them. And with clarity, if you are always stressed out, you're never going to have it. You're always going to wake up with a foggy mindset. You're always going to wake up and thinking the world is happening to you when you can make the world happen for you. Um, And one of the biggest things that will help that is sleep. Like sleep is key, guys. It's essential. It, it's one thing that, you know, we were born with. It's one thing that guy gave us so we could utilize to get ourselves back in shape, to get ourselves back in, you know, alignment, to get ourselves, well, a brand new day. And I'll say, you know, really tackle your sleep. And if you're not getting like four hours of sleep, I mean, if you're not getting seven to six hours, I mean, seven to nine hours of sleep, one thing I would say is put away the phone because I know a lot of you guys are on the phone all the way through midnight, 2 a.m., put away the phone, put it in the other room so you can actually get yourself a good amount of rest. Because at the end of the day, if you're still seeing lights here and there, you're never going to go to sleep. So that's that is a do, really, really good way to put it. Guys, 
if you struggle with sleep, put your phone in another room. Like let's let's all commit to something today. So while we're giving you education on weight management and PCOS, let's start talking about practical action steps to actually make this a lifestyle. So stress, definitely sleep, 100%. So before you go to bed, guys, put your phone in another room. I, I, when you said that, I died like, oh, I'm definitely doing that tonight. Because <laughs> my, <phone, laughs> my, my phone is the most addictive thing in my life. Like everyone knows it. So I'm not afraid to say it. It's like my vice, but I have a relationship with my phone for vulnerability where I know I can serve. I can help so many people. And it's so like, thousands of people reaching out to me every single day so i feel like this need to like serve but i feel like full vulnerability here as a leader if i don't look after myself how can i look after the people that need my help at 100 percent? so anyone that's listening to this let's all do a hashtag i commit in the comment section let's all commit to putting our phones in a different room tonight <laughs> that's cool i like that um so guys that's pretty much it we covered three things that you need to focus on to help one with your PCOS is dietitian, exercise for PCOS, which is more resistance training and mindset and self-care routines for PCOS management. So Cindy's a really great example of someone that's lost 10 kilograms, had diabetes, no longer a diabetic after getting a checkup from one of her doctors. She still has PCOS, obviously. And she's someone that has fallen in love with weight training and the lifestyle. So if that can happen for her with someone that's like doing five to 10 pieces of medication every day for the longest time, she was on antidepressants, anti-anxiety pills. She's no longer taking this stuff. So I want you guys to know there's so many examples of people in the Dream Team Academy, students just like you that completely changed everything just by taking these three steps. Number one, diet, nutrition, two, exercise, and three, mindset and self-care. Kyle, anything else you want to bring? Uh, one thing I'll say is like, think of you first, you know, when you're making a choice, think about your health, think about you know, what you already have and think of the solution, not the problem. Because if we're constantly overthinking and thinking of the problem, we only see the problem. We're only going to make matters worse by going towards the problem. But if you're always seeing a pursuing a solution, which is better sleep, reducing stress, regular exercise, controlling your insulin, eating a balanced diet, then you're always going to find ways to actually get that solution and work towards it. Because at the end of the day, your perception will either dictate the problem or the solution. So always think of the solution. Bet. All right, guys, you've heard it here first. Thank you all for listening to another episode of the Newbie Gains podcast. We'll see you on the next one. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Newbie Gains podcast and hopefully you got some inspiration. If you did and you want to learn more on how me and my team can help you start getting fat loss results, DM me transform on IG and I'll send you more details.